Greetings and welcome to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast and this week's edition of This Week in Brattleboro History by Joe Rivers. Prepared for a release onto the World Wide Web Thursday, August 27th, 2015. Fifty years ago this week, the Brattleboro Reformer was full of challenging news that reflected life in the 1960s. A Vermont Draft Board report said that between 40 and 50 percent of drafted Vermonters were getting medical deferments to avoid the Vietnam War. Gemini 5 was setting orbiting records in space, but in the summer of 1965, most of the news on the front page of the Reformer concerned ongoing racial tensions in the country. A week before, the Watts race riots occurred in Los Angeles and the reformer reported that 36 people died in the riots and the National Guard was still patrolling the streets a week after at the request of the California governor. In Natchez, Mississippi, a car bomb seriously wounded the president of the local NAACP. The reformer reported that Klan members were heavily armed in Natchez, which caused concern for the welfare of other civil rights leaders in the area. The president of the Natchez NAACP had been leading workplace integration efforts and a voter registration campaign when he and his car were blown up. In Jackson, Mississippi, a white pastor was severely wounded by a shotgun for leading integration efforts in his parish. During this late August week, the reformer also reported race riots occurring in New Jersey that included firebombs and many arrests. Closer to home in Springfield, Massachusetts, the reformer reported that a 1,000-person march and protest took place after Negroes were allegedly clubbed and beaten by police officers the Friday before. The protest was peaceful and the demonstrators were marching for better treatment from the local police department. And even closer to home, on August 24, 1965, the reformer reported that the funeral for Keene, New Hampshire native Jonathan Daniels took place in his hometown. Daniels was an Episcopal seminarian who had traveled to Selma, Alabama in the spring of 1965 at the request of Martin Luther King Jr. King had asked students and clergy around the country to travel to Selma and join the voting rights movement there. Daniels had marched in Selma with other civil rights activists and decided to remain in the South to continue working for the civil rights movement throughout the summer of 1965. Fifty years ago, Jonathan Daniels, a 26-year-old seminarian, was killed by a part-time Alabama county deputy after taking a shotgun blast in the stomach to save the life of Ruby Sales. Sales was a 17-year-old girl who had been taking part in the Civil Rights March in Alabama at the time. The shotgun had been pointed at the young black woman and Daniels jumped in front of her as the shotgun went off. A fellow seminarian, Judith Upham, who traveled with Daniels in the South, reported that it was challenging even in places of worship. When Upham and Daniels were part of a multiracial group in Selma, they tried to enter an Episcopal church and were denied. The group got there and the ushers said, you can't come in here. When someone replied, we thought this was God's church, the ushers reported to have said, no, it's our church and you can't come in. Judith went on to say, we were in our 20s, young and naive, assuming that if people knew the right thing to do, they would do it. Fifty years later, this past weekend, Ruby Sales and Reverend Judith Upham traveled to Keene in order to honor the life of Jonathan Daniels. Daniels was quoted as saying after the experience in Selma, I could not stand by in benevolent dispassion any longer without compromising everything I know and love and value. Fifty years ago, he gave his life to protect another human being in the ongoing struggle for civil rights in America. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.